the Reef Donkey Fishing Studios in Orlando, Florida, fueled by Game Day Vodka. This is the Doc and Z Show. The beautiful Reef Donkey Fishing Studios, the Doc and Z Show. Z here sitting alongside the absolute most handsome man in radio. I mean, I Don. kept my hair combed for you. This you was, did. This was work ready right here. Now, is that the high perfect part? Yeah, it's the higher perfect part. The higher perfect part. Yeah. Well, it looks good on you. The high part. Looking. Not the low part. The high part. The hard part, you can also call it. Absolutely. Because it is cut pretty hard. And it, and it does look good. And by the way, it looked good in your office last week, or this past week when I came in. Well, I'm glad you, you came my, in. That's right. Got adjusted. A little health and wellness check. Yes. Absolutely. We are your new favorite podcast, the Doc and Z Show. We've got a great show lined up. We got uh, JLW, as I call him, Jimmy Lee Weaver, coming in from the Cornhole Association. Jimmy He's just Lee coming, Weaver, dude. It's going to be a household name from the Fairview Cornhole Organization up in New Jersey. We're fueled by Game Day Vodka, and we're going to talk about the All American Reef Donkey Fishing Tour that kicked off this summer out of Ponce Inlet this past weekend. Yes, yes, it did. Beautiful. Here we go. Here we go, indeed. Here we are. Here we are. Here we go. About to be live. Nonetheless, let's see if we can get Jimmy Lee Weaver. What a great name. Jimmy Lee Weaver. I keep talking about that name. Hello. Jimmy. Jimmy Lee Weaver. What's up? What's up, buddy? Not a whole lot, man. Just here throwing some bags. Throwing bags. Throwing bags. So, Jimmy, this is Doc. What's up, man? Thanks for... Nice, uh, to, nice to finally talk to you. You as well, man. Thanks for uh, being on the show. We appreciate it. We were just watching some videos, some tape, and uh, I'm, I'm impressed, man. I'm impressed. I awesome. wouldn't I wouldn't doubt, you know, the, the guys that Z, uh, Z's known and thrown bags with. And I hear uh, you guys all started at a pretty uh, young age. Uh, you know, it's funny. We started right before the thing with the cornhole blew up. You know, it was more of the backyard playing and and hanging out. It was kind of our way of escaping, separating work from just kind of enjoying ourselves. You know, so we I'd go over to to Brad's house and uh, we'd throw until like three o'clock in the morning, just back and forth. Wow, we've had some crazy times. We yeah. built we built the deck around the pool to mirror that of the cornhole um we burnt christmas trees even had the fire department come out one yeah. night um and now here you are jimmy you are hanging with the fairview cornhole organization up in new jersey up in fair fairview new jersey um you're hot off the scene just joined the organization coming off from albany so you are part of the american cornhole a league and association uh, part of the league, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, if you're competing in, in, in like, the regionals and, and all of their competitions, you have to become a member first. Um, so th- this is my first year with them. So this has all been a learning curve for me to kind of get back into competing, you know. So we'll, um, well, let's talk about Albany. Because in Albany, New York, you guys drove up uh, to be a part of that um, – was it a national – national regional tournament this was the open it open. was an open and, and it was actually one of the 
one of the, I want to say the second or the third broadcast for CBS now that they've signed a contract with the ACL. So not only were we there for to compete ourselves, but we were there to see the glitz and the glam of CBS and everything set up. And it was, it was pretty cool. It was a really cool experience to be in a stadium and walk in and just see boards all over the field. My bad. It's like part of heaven. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Now you went up there with the other guys. Your league, the, or your organization from Fairview, played. Now we all know the singles. We know the doubles. You know, you guys played in like a whole, like what was it called, the group throw? So we did. We competed in the crew cup crew competition, cup. which is basically a team of four, and it's just like normal cornhole, except you have two guys on each side of the board, on each end of the board. So. If I've got my partner on my side, each one of us has two bags, and we rotate turns. So the first guy will throw, and then he'll move out of the way. And then once the bags are thrown from the other side, you throw after it. So it's still throwing the four bags, except you only have two of them, and you're rotating through the cycle. Beautiful. Now, your current rank, you're in the top 100, correct, in the state of New Jersey? Yep. I actually just moved up. I think I, I checked it. Uh, yesterday, and I moved up from 74 to maybe, I want to say 42 maybe, somewhere around there. Now, do you, so, do you have that on, at your Facebook, Jimmy uh, Jimmy Weaver, or the Fairview Cornhole Organization? Can I don't you, have the rankings on there, but yeah, nonetheless. You know, it's, it's right there on, on ACL's page, which is kind of cool to go on, you know, the American Cornhole League site. You can look up, you can look up, uh, ACL's total standings. You can look up state standings, and and obviously there's conferences as well. So I'm a part of the Northeast Conference, which is kind of cool. Now, when you go into these tournaments and you see guys that are ranked higher than you, or guys that you know are just money, I mean, does that kind of you know one of those things that competition, like uh, you know, or are you like I'm going to beat this guy today? I mean, obviously you got to have that mentality, but you know what I mean. Does it? Is no, there absolutely. Any- you know, that's the funny thing is that a lot of the top guys, and you know, especially up here in the Northeast, a lot of the guys that we play with in between clubs and at the local regionals, we see those guys at the same place. Now the level of competition is a little bit higher because people will travel from further away to come to it. So it's kind of it's kind of one of those things where you turn it on during the game. And then you, it's immediately turned off afterwards to yeah. where, hey, we're all buddy-buddy and stuff like that. Yeah. And sometimes it even gets carried through into the game where you, it just becomes a good time, even though at the end of it you really want to win. Um, but it's nice because you kind of learn these guys throwing styles. You know how they'll set their bags up or how they're going to play you as far as yeah. putting blocks up or if somebody's got a good airmail game where it's basically being thrown directly over and into the hole every time. And, uh, you know, it's nice, though. It's fun to be able to play with guys that are going to do that with you. So, now, Jim, you, you know, I'm, I'm going to give Gladiator 80% credit, you 20% credit on how good you are. And I'm being facetious there. But now nah. you, you, you sponsor, you work with Gladiator. Uh, Gladiator, is it Gladiator Cornhole? Gladiator Cornhole gear. Yes. Yep. GladiatorCornhole.com. So they make bags, they make boards, jerseys, pretty much anything you need as far as uh, cornhole-related items, which is nice. And uh, it all really started out as just me posting fun videos online. 
and they're Gladiator actually is one of the they're the only company in the cornhole world that makes a cornhole glove. So um, they saw me with a, some cut cut off fingertip gloves because I'm so used to wearing gloves when I'm working on my computer or you know growing up racing motocross and whatnot. So they were like, "Look, we need to give you some some gloves because we can't have you throwing some regular like cotton gloves cut up." And uh, so it started from there, and then it became a relationship because I am also a graphic designer, so that kind of helped help the cause with you know jumping in with them and and helping them with rebranding and stuff like that but um they've been full supportive of of me actually want to go and take it serious which is it's kind of funny to take something serious like throwing bags into a hole but it's become this huge overwhelming thing especially up here i know i follow a bunch of the stuff around in your guys area still um but yeah it's you know they're they're getting big sponsors now and it's it's really blowing up Tell me, tell me about double glove. The double glove, yeah. So, like I was saying, I grew up racing motocross. So, um, I'm not sure you you played sports, didn't you, when you were younger? Yep. Yes, I did. did you play? What did you play? Like football, oh, baseball, like yeah, basketball, baseball. Okay, so you know that football. feeling. You know when you're sitting there and you go ahead and put your helmet on. Yep. As soon as you put your helmet on, things just mentally change for you. you say, okay, it's time to put in work. Yep. I grew up racing motocross, so when I put my gloves on and my helmet on, I knew it was time to put in work. Um, so I just kind of like to be different as well. So I'm, I'm going to throw some gloves on that they gave me. They're super bright, colorful, and it, it kind of raises everybody's eyebrow. First off, that you're wearing a glove in cornhole, but then I have both hands covered in gloves, which is really unheard of. So it's just something that's it's memorable. People won't forget me. The double I'm wearing them. But at like the, the Tom Brady time, of Cornholy. I'm ambidextrous, so I can throw right-handed. And Listen, left-handed. yes, you are. Well, you're one of the best. <laughs> and what a lot of people don't know is that, um, you know, Jim and I, he said we played a lot of cornhole together. And I used to whoop Jim's butt left and right. Now, before yep. he left, it leveled out quite a bit. So, Jim, this is my official challenge to you that I will take you anytime, anywhere. Um, okay. But before you can, and um, and it's all expenses paid by the individual, so it's a Dutch. Uh, okay. You got to make okay. the boards. Okay. And only we can we throw gladiator bags. I mean, that's that's to my advantage with the bags, but you know maybe I'll have to get a set sent down to you beforehand, so that way we can kind of even out the playing field just a tad. Absolutely. I don't know if you're gonna get as much thrown in as me, but. We'll see. You have no idea. I'm throwing 16,000 bags a day, dude. There you go. That's not bad. That's not bad at all, man. You know? And that's, I mean, in order to get better, you know what it's like? You've got to throw those, throw those and put those hours in to do that. You know, I'm, I go to the club twice a week, pretty much. And we do our own interleague competitions. And then that's where we get to practice with, you know, like my, my doubles partner, um, Rick, you know, I met him at uh knights of columbus and we went there and threw we didn't know anything about bags and me and him got to talking and he was like man this is really cool i was like yeah i really want to like pursue this and for some reason he's had the same idea so we've kind of been on the path together and uh then we got invited to to go to fairview and play with them and they've only been around for about seven months 
So, you know, thanks. Wow. So you guys are loading up. You guys are loading Fairview. Yeah. You're taking it from yeah, the, a, like building a new uh, program. Joe runs it. He's so organized and, and he's just such a genuinely great person. Um, the way he runs his club, the way he represents represents the club or his, and himself, you know, there to me, there's no other club that is as tight-knit as us. And everybody's just so nice and helpful. It's not like other sports where people keep their, you know, keep their cards covered. It's all about, hey, man, you want to try and throw these bags? These bags are a different speed. These are, you know, a different brand or, or whatever the case is. But, you know, I've, I've made a lot of friends through it, which has been really nice, especially since, you know, I've, I've been up here for three years. And then I finally got into the social world with, with doing Cornwall and, and talking about throwing bags. Boom. Throwing bags. Throwing bags. Yeah. Well, Jimmy, we appreciate you joining the Doc and Z show tonight. And Fairview Cornell Organization, you can check them out on Facebook um, and Instagram at Fairview underscore Cornhole underscore Organization. Well, Jim, good luck to you and the rest of the Cornhole season. Hopefully we have your back. Yeah, man. man. Well, you know I go live on there, you know, every week. So if you need to get any tips in, watch some of those streams, man. It'll be good. Facebook, Jimmy Z, Weaver. Z needs tips. Yeah, I, I know Z needs tips. I know. Trust me. All right, Thanks, Jimmy. Well, I appreciate it, guys. It's been awesome, man. I'm glad I finally got to you know, talk to you guys and stuff like that. I've listened to well, you guys since the start. You know, it's just because you know, we've, we've been tracking person, you. But I just love listening to you guys go back and forth. It's awesome. And we've been tracking you. You're, right. uh, you're up to 42 now. So right, we figured making... we said it's time. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Keep going good, I man. Appreciate it, guys. All right. Take it easy. I'll talk to you guys soon. Jimmy right, Lee Weaver. Jimmy Lee Weaver. I like the sound of that. Dale Dub. Dale Dub. This is the Doc and Z Show, your new favorite podcast. We are in the Reef Donkey Fishing Studios, fueled by Game Bay Vodka. Check us out at Facebook and Instagram at Doc and Z Show. But uh, the ReefDonkeyFishing.com, promo code Doc and Z, same promo code for Game Day Vodka. Very That's our cool. fuel, baby. Fueled. Fueled by, you know what? You know Geared what? by Reef Donkey Fishing, fueled by Game Day Vodka. Always. And that's a cheers. Thank you. You know what? Speaking of which, did you know that um, back on this day in 1752, Benjamin Franklin flew the kite, which got struck by lightning. And guess what that led to? Electricity. Electricity. So, and that was um, followed not too far behind by Mr. Edo, Edo Wilson in 1929. He was born, and you know what he was known for as um, the world leader, authority in? Ants. Ants? Not like your aunt and uncle. So not like Aunt Sally, but actual ants that are on the ground in the earth. Yes, the fire ants, the black ants, the green ants, the sugar ants, ants, the sugar ants, the pomegranate ants, and it goes on and on and on and on. So earlier than that, in 1854, the uh, U.S. Naval Academy... In Annapolis, Maryland, holds its first graduation in 1854. Oh man, 1854. I'm glad that they, I'm glad that they did start it when they did because if 
And back this same day in 1940, Benito Mussolini declared war against France and Great Britain during the World War II. One. So Alcoholics Anonymous was founded on this day in Akron, Ohio in 1935. Z knows about them. I sure do, um, because I am not mostly a member. I'm also the founder. You helped found, <laughs> find, find them in 1935. But I'll tell you what I didn't do was I, and back in 1692, June 10th, 1692, I did not help the Salem, Massachusetts, hang their first witch, Bridget Bishop. She was uh, the first person ever to die of a witch hanging. Technically, if you're a vampire, you could have been alive back then. True. But that's. Are you a vampire? By what definition? Because if you founded Alcoholics Anonymous in 1935 and you were around for that, technically. Technically speaking. Technically. Um, but I went specific. Heads or tails? I'm going to go with tails. All right. So you're not a vampire. You're good. You're Z. Z, daddy, birthday boy Z. Man, I love it. And you know what? I love it when the birthday falls on a weekend. Uh, preferably a Friday. Because then you can take a three-day weekend following your birthday and creating a birthday weekend. But what's most special about this birthday is we get to celebrate during the weekend. And then the following weekend is Father's Day. That's Did you, did you purposely set that up? So I did reach out to nobody. I didn't have to reach out to anybody. I just got to decide that myself. No, but it's just a good time of year. Good time to be a father as well. And a mother. And a fan of the Oklahoma Sooners softball team. Yeah, they beat FSU. Ooh. Way to go. Way to go. The Oklahoma Sooners SEC baseball against ACC baseball. Um, you know, I always hate to see a Florida team losing a national but champion. That, yep, that's actually softball. Softball. What did I say? Baseball. No, baseball is coming up. And I'll tell you what I love about baseball right now is in the Super Regionals, Notre Dame is in Starksville playing against Mississippi State on the road. Notre Dame typically doesn't get this deep. You know, no Big Ten teams, I might add. No Big Ten teams in the College World Series baseball, if you even pay attention to it, Doc, if you even pay attention to it. We absolutely do. This weekend, Doc, is it okay if I talk about the All-American Reef Donkey fishing? Absolutely. Fishing. Come on. Game day lootly. Game day lootly. This past weekend, we were lucky enough to get on the backcracker. And thank you to the backcracker and to the turtle. But we went offshore fishing 45 plus miles off the east coast of Florida. And one of the toughest, you know, I would say toughest days, but yeah, great days. Had a great day. Another great day with uh, Z on the boat, you know. And uh, yeah, you said. 45 miles is, is pretty accurate, and it was uh, a little east wind was tough to go right into for 40 miles. And, and you typically don't go out that far if it's as rough as it was initially because it was – I, I mean, yes and no. It depends. I, I knew we'd be all right. We were going at a pretty good clip, but still, it, it'll get to you a little bit after a while, after two hours. <laughs> so two hours riding in the ocean on the backcracker. Um, we got props, Doc Z, the turtle, and Pax. Yeah, and Pax. Fisher and boy, Pax. Shout out to Fisher All boy. of a sudden, we, you stop in the middle of the ocean. You're like, oh, we're here? 
you know, how do you even know, you know, how do you even begin to know where to go? You had all your markers, you had props and I have, and my, and uh, the turtle have spent a lot of time offshore over the years. And, and honestly, props and I were fishing about four or five years out of there. And I fished multiple times out of ponds, but four or five years and, and we were trolling out there and we started marking some numbers. And one day it was, we, we were out there, it was real slow trolling. So I'm like, let's drop on these spots. You know, we had different baits started dropping and catching fish. Bada so bing, we, boom. that's what we do. Like if the troll's slow, we'll go, you know, drop. If not, we'll catch, you know, dolphin. So I'll tell you what Z did. He put his promo code in on the backcracker that day, the doc and Z promo code. We came up worked. with some night. Well, yeah, it worked. Yellow eyed. So for those individuals, you're in the Gulf stream, right? We're in the right. Gulf stream, right. which is of course a current you go down, current that runs north and if you go down to west palm you're you know you're three miles so that's the difference and dropping different baits from the uh, squid to the ballyhoot not the ballyhoot no we dropped squid and sardines um we did, uh bonita, bonita strips. the bonita strips and you can always it's best to drop live bait we just didn't catch any live bait because we were running too far behind so well too far behind too far out we caught a few american red snapper which obviously slobs slobs obviously which we can't keep but for those who are out there fishing when you pull a fish up from 350 yard feet deep well it was two yeah 260 260 and you're rolling it up um the pressure of coming to the surface gets you know can get crazy and can kill them you being the doc that you are precision and when you cut that gill you have to poke a hole just, in yeah, the fish it's, it's a little venting tool it's a venting tool that goes up under the gill and it the, oh, you heard the air just go and completely then, and they just completely sucky like go their bellies go back in stomachs go back in their mouth and then you send them down and, and they go sometimes they make it other times they they struggle you never know if they fully make it to the bottom you know that's the thing about like man so if we can at least catch did. one or one two per you know then right. you don't feel so bad but like ours, but like ours I guarded. was, yeah, they I was down. not targeting the red snapper oh, in that thing. No. I mean, they're just they grouper, hammer everything. Porgies, yeah, we've got grouper out there, red porgies, yellow eye, and my best, yes. yellow eye snapper ever. This thing was like ten pounds. It is a red snapper, but with yellow, yellow. I mean, eyes. like orange yellow. Yeah, they're not like a little was, light yellow. They I'll were, put a picture on the on the website geez. and on uh, it's. It's props freaky. was supposed to post on the reef donkey uh, Instagram page, but he put them side by side and they're both very red, but the one has red eyes and the one has yellow eyes. And it's, that's why they term it the yellow eye snapper. And I enjoyed just the entire day and coming back, of course. And your favorite part of the day. Yeah. Well, cooking You're you're deep fry. Frying up the fish, baby. Props nine, the pool with packs playing games. Yeah. You guys were on the, some drinks on the balcony. So it was a great the fish. It was a good time. So, Great I time. call that quite the. Yeah. The, the I call that the birthday celebration, baby. And happy birthday. Happy birthday to Z. That was a happy birthday. I don't know how you pulled it off getting the yellow eyed snapper and that. But that that was a happy birthday to you, and that was unexpected and it was appreciated. We had another another great day on the water, and uh, hopefully many more, many more to come. A lot of action out there. A lot of action happened in the old school Kingfish Shootout, which is going on in St. Augustine at the uh, Wayans, the St. Augustine Fish House and Oyster Bar tomorrow 
and Saturday. Mo Money and Reef Donkey Fishing are in that one. It's a two-day tournament. We'll get right back to that. I got to answer this call, Z. Hello, you're on the mic with Doc and Z. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy man. birthday to you. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday Happy birthday to you. Yeah. Birthday, dude. We were just talking about you going, damn, we never got Ted the uh the stars and stripes hat. Whatever was that? How old are you now? 42. Wow. 42. Right. Yep, love living the dream with the podcast. You are good surprise, Ted. He uh you should have seen his eyes. He was like, Whoa. There you Doc, go. Doc never never interrupt thanks for that song that was very nice coach are, are you up are you you're not in cape cod yet are you no i'm leaving tomorrow morning and we're all fired up unbelievable the patriot alumni fishing tournament going on the 10th annual event uh on saturday i've been five times going for my fifth time now thankfully and we're going to go for stripers and some Ooh. other species and hopefully we can win Nice stripers, man. Good time of the year yeah. for stripers. What's that? Is it a good time of the year for stripers? Did they say? Yeah, yeah. stripers and the great white sharks. Ted joked with me, said he's going to jump in off the boat. I said no, and because in the Cape Cod, it's high tide for a uh, high time for us. Uh, great whites, really, dude. So, I think it's so cool the fact that you know. Ted and Teddy now have that option of South Florida fishing right mm. off the coast for, you know, these Caribbean pelagics and then now offshore fishing off the coast of uh, the New England area. Where, where are you going to be out of? Cape Cod. Cape Cod. Yeah. Cape Cod. yeah Stripers South, like totally South, different. South fish. Of Harbor. That South awesome. end of Cape Cod. Been going there for five years Been a lot of good people. And yes, and yes, we thank the Miami Dolphins for having a spot in Southern Florida forever. And uh, yeah, we're back to New England. That is awesome. It is awesome. Now, when you fly into Boston, if you come that yeah. route from Orlando, you go right around Cape Cod and you can see that whole, you know, from like 15,000 feet up. It's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah, that is a, a it's gorgeous. cool looking horn. It's like the state of Florida, but it's, you know, up there, it's got that, yeah, it's Long like a horn. Viking horn or right. something. Exactly. No pun intended. No we, pun. We saw the Vikings get their ass kicked there. Yeah, we did. The Vikings <laughs> yeah, left their horns. It's, it's on the ocean on the east side, too, like you guys are. So, yeah. So, Ted, what type of boat? We, we, we go down. We, you come down. We go out on what they call center councils, where you have the captain's chair in the middle, the canopy over top, and open. open. in the back, yeah. What type of boat are you all going out on? I put out a variety. Um uh, tomorrow, um, Saturday, we're going to be on the Sea Lady, which, by the way, is um, owned by the Augusta family, a lumber company guru in Falmouth. Roger, God love him. He's a captain. And um, his sons, and um, they're longtime, you know, Cape Cod residents. They love the Patriots. And it's a big boat. No, it's a fabulous boat. The Sea Lady, it's called. 
Sea leg, sea leg, sea lady, sea lady, sea lady, like the sea lady of our souls. Huge, man. So you gotta have, you gotta be excited. Is that Saturday? Yeah, I'm going in tomorrow. Or Ted's excited. The Patriots been going hard, by the way. Patriots going hard in OTAs. He's looking forward to it. He's getting some guys to come down. He's like the Pied Piper of the Patriots Alumni Fishing Tournament, by the way. Pete Brock is the uh, leader of it. And and by the way, if you've ever seen the Patriot hat with the center, you know, the center snapping the ball, that's Pete Brock. Oh, wow. Legendary center, y'all. And he runs in and loves all. Yes, it's, it's fabulous, man. And, uh, it's on again, unbelievable. Because last year we said he's in the golf, we can't go, and then 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 COVID happened, and they didn't have it. And now all of a sudden he's back. He's bringing some guys, and we're all fired up. So does that look down, Pawn? Like if you were with the Dolphins and you guys went up to that, is that not cool? We wouldn't have went up though. We didn't go up. If if it was if there was no COVID, there would have been a, a tournament. We wouldn't have went up because we're not. No, no, absolutely not. Last year. But then COVID happened, and all of a sudden Ted's back, and now we're back. It's, it's unbelievable, really. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, it's gone so fast. It's like he's never gone. It's weird. But it is like weird. you said, it worked out so well because now you guys are now a member of the South Florida family as well. So, Well, South Florida fishing second to none. After I caught my my Jackerville in the uh, Fort Lauderdale Canal, I, I I loved that. That was the most one of the most awesome awesome fishing experience I ever had. That's what it's all about. That's what keeps you coming back for more. That's what's got you going out for stripe stripers, what stripe are, bass. What I are stripers? stripers? They're bass. Stripe yeah, bass. Yeah, stripers. Yeah, it's yeah. Stripers are big in in up up north. In they're huge. They get There's big. a lot of sharks go out too. By the way. So right. it's interesting. I mean, it's really shark time in Cape Cod. Well, and if it's anything like the Keys or the Bahamas, it's way overpopulated well, the with be, sharks. The, the water's got to be 20 degrees colder up there. Yeah, I bet. It's different. So does the fish taste different when they catch it in colder water? Um, yeah, colder water fish is usually, well, it depends. It depends. All right. It depends. Know. So. I mean, I caught they, they are good. But bluefin tuna live up there too, if that tells you anything. That's like the best tuna there is. So right. you got to do that one time, Ted. Bluefin tuna fishing. Yeah, so that we got that in Florida. I don't know if it's a blue or black fin. No, but, no, no, no. Um, the, I'm saying the bluefin, the big bluefin tunas, like wicked tuna, that's all up off, off your coast, off that coast up there. It is. Yeah. Not my coast. I'm in Indianapolis, by the way. Well, yeah, I mean, I well, I meant, I meant on the coast you're fishing out of now. Yeah, like, I know you're from Indy. So. We call that your coast because your that's coast. Your, Teddy's your up territory. there now. Your coast. I love, I love that coast, but mm-hmm. I am not that coast. I'm in Cicada Land, by the way. You guys, you guys have cicadas in Florida right now, or no? Cicadas. No. They make the noises in the tree. Oh, uh, we have them, but they're not. They're random. Ted's heard them at night. You know, this is, this is a 17-year deal. They've been hiring for 17 years. They're all out now. I don't know if you're hearing it, but um, cicada. Cicadas are happening in the Midwest, big time. What do they they're do? Orange, well, they're orange bug. They're big, though. They're like an inch long, someone could be. And um, they're coming out. The birds are killing them. They're just, they're, they're, there's more birds just eating more cicadas than ever. Just but every hammering 17, them. <laughs> 
they come out, man. How about that? How about coming out every 17 years? <laughs> Just to get <laughs> hammered by the birds. <laughs> hammered. No, we have a lot of birds. They're singing every day. They're, I actually saw one bird tapping one down in the driveway the other day. It was fascinating. He was struggling with it a little bit. He was a small bird, but he got the cicada. And, yeah, I mean, it must be having so much good protein influx. Mm. Mm. It's like the Discovery Channel right now. You don't even have to watch that, you know, <laughs> planet. We're talking so about different fishing coasts and water and bodies <laughs> of water and cicadas and the birds eating them. And Yes. So, what a great yeah. surprise. Ted, we got yeah, him. We surprised him, brother. You were surprised, me? Well, yeah, absolutely. I was Before you called, we were having dinner, and I was like, listen, man, shoot. We, I mean, we didn't send you the hats. I was like, I told him we would. And he's like, oh, it's all right, next time. And then you call, bam. Bam-o. So, so I, I want to know, Ted, do you have a quick uh, funny story about Z? Just a funny memory? I do. I do, Z. Get ready. <laughs> I don't know if I told it before, but it's a fishing story. Because you guys, doctor, you know that Z was not a fisherman. Oh, correct. I, I do. I do know that. Okay. So... I hired Z as a special teams coordinator right out of college to come to Rose Holman. And as a coach, I always had, I always wanted to live by water and fish because that was my stress relief. So we, I lived on a strip pit, which had a plethora of uh, bluegill and bass. Old mining, old mining. Wasn't it an old mine? The lake, right? Crystal clear water, trees everywhere. Beautiful. Yep, they're called strip pits. They had coal mining, and then all of a sudden they filled them up with water, and there's fish in them. And I bought a house when I got this job back in '02, so that's almost 20 years ago. Rainbow Lakes. What's that? Rainbow Lakes. Yes, indeed. Oh, thank you. And Brazil, Indiana. And Z was not a fisherman, by the way, as you are on the Reef Donkey Fishing yeah. Studios. Z was not a fisherman, and he did not like to touch fish. Oh. Yeah. Kind of corny. Kind of corny. Whatever. But but we're fishing, and if Z can't touch the fish, we have to provide him a glove for like a couple times. <laughs> True. <laughs> and a glove in Florida is really needed, but a glove in Rainbow Lakes, when you catch a bluegill or crappie or bass, you don't need it. How was Teddy? Teddy was probably... He was young, but he was just, Teddy was popping him off, left and right. He'd take it off for me. <laughs> uh, he did not take the fish off, but he progressed from there. And then he didn't have a glove, but I thought it was a funny fishing story, which is. That is, that is classic. That hit the, that hit the spot. You know, that was the, good. The, the great thing is, I remember that, remember that like it was yesterday. I can too. With the pier coming out the back. Hey, Ted, you ever caught a triggerfish? No. Okay, so triggerfish has like some of the hardest jaws, some of the hardest skin to pierce, and some Ooh. of the hardest jaws to take a hook out of. So yeah. Z caught a nice triggerfish Saturday, and we were I was just watching him trying to get the hook out. I showed him. I was like, just step on here. I said, do this. Try to just wiggle. He must have been on that thing, what, for four or five minutes? Maybe three. I mean, we were keeping it anyways, so it didn't matter. But four, three minutes, four minutes, and finally Props had to go over there. So with that being <laughs> said, what off. Dan doesn't tell you is Props had a hell of a time getting it he off. He did too. No, um, those things are like the worst, but it was just 
Z was trying. Let's just put it that way. Ted He's was, getting better. We were down with Ted and I were on the um, down Boynton. We went out with Chase, and we caught that fish. And I hooked my got my bait going, cast out reel, caught it, brought the fish in the boat, unhooked it, threw it back. And Ted was like, "Z, did you just do all that by yourself? You remember that?" He's learning, brother. He's learning. But yes. Indeed. Great, great story, Ted. I appreciate you coming coming with yeah, that. Yeah, Coach, thank we, you. We appreciate you calling in, brother. But, Absolutely. Appreciate you guys, man. You know, Ted, and it's, a, it's also great for me to be able to recognize you on this. So you have been awarded the – you are on the short list of Doc and Z Show Guests of the Year. Man of the Year. Wow. Man of the Year, yeah. So, we have six more months to go, though. That's yeah, right, we well, do. and that's that's going to be it's our strong list right now. That's a that's the strongest uh, part we've got going on. Okay, is uh, the NFL season coming up? Oh, right. it's going to be a freak show. By the way, I got some good reports mm. coming from the golfers. That's yeah, that's going to be big. I've official reports, so yes. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try Boom. to get the one. All right, next week, next week, update. All right, buddy. Thanks, Ted. Thank you, guys. Coach Ted Karras back, going back to the Northeast, doing some fishing. I love all the Patriots fans once again. So I interrupted you earlier, by the way. Yes, you did. But well worth it, I Surprise might add. Surprise Yeah, Yes, because he was And he sung town, happy birthday to you. Which uh, he's the first to do so this year. And Coach, we go back a long way. We go back to 1996. Mm-mm. 95. Ish, well, that's cool. I'm glad I could uh, get that connected there for you. So, yes, I'm heading up to St. Augustine, to the St. Augustine Fish House and Oyster Bar for the weigh-in to go uh, see Mo Money and Reef Donkey Fishing in the old school Kingfish. 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 Mike Tyson? It's the old school Kingfish shootout. Yeah. <laughs> Speak in your Ditka voice. You mean my guys from the, talk uh, about the Kingfish tournament in your Ditka voice? Doc, you're putting me on the spot. Let me go. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm more money fishing. He just doesn't know this thing. It's like Ditka. Um, God or Ditka? Is it more money fishing or reef donkey fishing? Because I don't know. The I, gear, the gear, the gear, the gear. And I bet they're oh, gonna be good, wearing orange. Good luck to those fellas. Yes. Make sure you have uh, something at the St. Augustine Fish twenty-two House foot yellow fin. With two, two fifty Yamahas. Thirty-two. Yes. No, no, it's not a thirty-two. Thirty-four. No, shorter. Small. Twenty-nine. Some twenty-eight. It's like a twenty-seven, maybe. Twenty-seven. With two. Two two fifty. That's, that's the first place. Yellowfin. Yeah. That's yeah. the boat that you win. Oh. So that's a retail value of about ninety-two thousand. I'll have to look it up. But yeah, Uncle Hank, Debo, the gang. They got a whole crew, Doc. They have a whole crew, don't they? Yeah. You think it's going to be the same crew? Is it the same crew? It should be the same crew. It should be uh, J-Bone. J-Bone. Debo and Hank. I just don't know if who right. else, who, yeah, depending on whose boat they're on. Correct. Correct. But, yeah, they're gonna, I'm going to go watch the weigh-in, go have some dinner with them. I'll wear my Reef Donkey hooded, long sleeve, white, with a tank top underneath it. That's I like it. it. Looks like a good fit. It does. Well, Z, happy birthday to you. 
big dog. Thank you. I look forward to Saturday. We'll be doing the pub crawl over here in the Edgewood, South Orlando. We're going to do the porch, Parkside, maybe, maybe, what's that place called? I forget the name of it. Across the street. That's the porch. Now the other place. The waterfront. Vanberries. Waterfront and Vanberries. On the bike. Let's see if Z can hold up on his 42nd birthday. So, <laughs> I was just trying to make a phone call there. Dude, is Cleve coming by or what? Trying to get him by here. Cleaver. birthday. Is he back hanging with uh, Chase? Our know. boating buddy? Who knows if None he's coming over. He, he's actually writing a paper right now, so. All right, he good luck, Notre Dame, in the by. College Baseball World Series Super Regionals. Congrats to money. Oklahoma softball team. Fishing. Jimmy Lee Weaver, thank you. Yes, congratulations to the Sooners. And, and don't airmail backdoor busting corn fusion hooker jumper or a woody, which are some great terms. There you can check out Jimmy Lee, Divided Star, Don 100 on Instagram. But appreciate those guys joining up. But congratulations to Coach Karras as well. He is now on the short list. Or I guess a finalist. Doc I would and say, Z. Guess with, the um, with yourself, with props, and with um, D Batch. Debo. Debo. So, so when, we'll yeah, see what happens. It's a good crew. It's a good crew to be a part of. All right. Thank you to Jim. Should we have a fishing line tying contest? I think so. For whoever the finalists are. I'd like to do I'd like to do a charity. I'd like to see how fast. For every second it takes me to tie the knot, we'll find a sponsor to do, contribute $1,000. So if it takes me 12 seconds, they contribute 12000 If they takes me three seconds, they contribute three seconds. Unlimited. I don't know, Z. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> All right. All right, man. Doc and Z show. We are, you know what? Can I leave on the favorite? Do you have a, anything in particular you want to end on before we go? Because I'll tell you that I'd like to end on probably my favorite summer song. Of all time. Are you going to take us out? If you don't mind. Go ahead. It's um, your birthday. Happy birthday. This is Z. Oh, that's... Okay, that's the name of the right song. So you thought that was it, right? The summertime song? You said that was your number one song. Of the summertime. There's a couple of summertime songs. There's a Kenny Chesney summertime. There's a uh, Sublime summertime. Summertime and the living ZZ. That's Luke not watching. We listen to Doc and Z, our new favorite podcast. Catching mm -hmm. the yellow eye snappery. In the RDF with the game day V. Everybody. We love to go fishy, fishy. I love it. That's all I got. Man, I will tell you what. We rival the Beastie Boys. Doc, until next time. We are the Doc and Z Show. Spinning with props and fueled by game day. Reefdonkeyfishing.com. Doc and Z out. <laughs>